0: Welcome back to another episode today we have onyx johnson with us so welcome to the show man
1: thanks man thanks for having me tyler it's great to be here
0: yeah grateful to have you on Um, so if you can just start us off a little bit more about you and what you do
1: sure um, so obviously my name is Onyx Johnson. I run a management consulting company. It's a management consulting company um focused on really just helping people clarify their vision of what it is that they're up to in life and help them. So we really kind of help them define that. And so in helping them sort of define what that vision is, then we give them the tools and then we stay with them and just focus on them executing that from beginning to end. Um, That's really our claim to fame, managing people's lives through business development and like actualization.
0: Oh, I love it. Okay. So, you know, first question, because I feel like it is kind of a, it's a unique thing to help other people with. So um, what were you doing before this? And then like, what was, was there something that like kind of led you uh, into this? Like, how did
1: you kind of discover this path? Um, That's a really interesting question, and I was thinking about that today. What was I doing before this? I, I honestly don't remember. I, I have been helping people define what they wanted to do with their lives, probably for all my life. Since I was 16, I've been creating projects um, for people, but in my professional stint if you would um, I've done a number of things I went to school for psychology I got initially initially I got accepted to dental school then I went to school for psychology and then I started working in the area of area of fitness um, and I d- did some management courses and um, self-preservation courses if you would I'm, I'm a landmark graduate um, so I, I have I have a number of things that I've done that led me here. But really what's what's kind of got me excited to kind of help people is that I've always been creative and I was always looking for an outlet for that expression for myself. And I realized that other creative people often have a hard time just saying, okay, how do I focus on one thing and get this one thing done really, really well, where it can be the foundation of all my life? um and i feel like i help people kind of hone that in and help them do it gotcha okay
0: um and actually let's go back a little bit even further like when you were um when you were and i was gonna actually say i do i will probably have some questions about fitness because you look like you're pretty pretty jacked i i try to work out but i don't think i'm doing as well as you um so uh, when you were younger though let's just say like middle school or something um what did you how did you kind of see your life painting out like was did you have an idea of what you wanted to do then and is it anything similar to this at all or completely different
1: um no i i actually wanted to be a medical doctor when i was in middle school and um, and as time went on, I realized that medicine w- w- was not gonna be my calling. I realized that everything I had been doing up until that point, like I was throwing talent shows, I ran the school newspaper, I was you know, always putting on events. And I realized that I was always creating something. So as I started thinking about what really grounded me, it wasn't this whole conventional idea of, oh, I have to be a doctor or a lawyer. To be successful in life, I realized that in middle school at some point that I needed to find something that really defined me, that was about what made me happiest. And the thing that made me happiest was being creative and creating things. So that's what led me here.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then I'd love to hear some like some stories like of, and you don't have to share their names, because I think in some cases you probably maybe you can't. And then in some cases you can, but um, with what you do to help people and companies and stuff, can you share maybe like two stories of like where somebody was before working with you and then what you did to help them and then where they ended up like afterward?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, really interesting. I, I, I have a really unique story of a guy that I have now been working with for about 10 years and when I met him over 10 years I'm sorry probably 15 years I used to work with his father and his father asked me um probably about 10 years ago but I worked with his son and when I met his son his son was just trying to put on soccer events so I came aboard to help him kind of organize the soccer event um and then you know The father came back to me and said, hey, you know, my son is working on building his own company. He needs some structure. He needs some direction. And would you take him on? And so um, he gave me a call. And when he gave me a call, the first thing I realized was that this guy really had a lot of talent. um, But what was going to be most difficult was getting him to focus on what was the one thing that he can do really well that would really help push him forward. And what that was was comedy. It was him putting together comedy shows, not even him being a comedian, him just putting together comedy shows um, and inviting other people to a space where they can um, find humor to be the thing that healed them. And so what I've done with him over the course of about 10 years is I've gotten to a place now where not only does he put put on these shows, but he's being invited to all the best venues to do shows, you know? Um, And that's a, that's a real success story for him because he went from thinking that, he was going to be a soccer player to being somebody that has found that providing other people's laughter is the one thing that's going to heal them most. Um, and 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 for, for me, that's that's such a great journey to have been on with him because um today he's calling and he's celebrating all the different places like soho he's about to be in soho get um, um i'm sorry not soho it's called soho house i think that's what it's called um yeah. giving shows he is um being invited to his team is being invited to open for corporations that are having events for their staff you know so it's taking somebody that has thought they were gonna do one thing and helping them kind of really define who they really wanna be, give them some purpose um, or help them understand their purpose um, and have them create something out of that. So um, I'm happy to say his name, Hervé Bertrand and the name of his company is Black Rose Production. Um, And he's doing really, really well. He's somebody to follow. Um, And then I worked with another company where we, when I met the owner of this company, He was doing community transformation work. And what he wanted to do was be able to create a system that was going to actually help people really center on themselves, really find what it was about themselves that was going to make them their greatest. So it was work that was in line with what I was doing. Um, And while working with him um, through our journey of over 15 years, one of the things that came about from that is we got to the place of where one day he said to me, hey, Onyx, you know, if this work is so good, why don't we go on the Oprah Winfrey show? Why don't we, why don't we? you know get on this show and sure enough we were able to call Oprah Winfrey's producer through somebody that had done our program the producer came out and he met with us and he's like this is exactly what Oprah wants to be speaking about um and he asked us to write it up to take to Oprah um and so long story short we ended up writing it up and then at the last minute the guy says he's a doctor he's a psychiatrist he says if Oprah Winfrey wants this, I'm going to keep it to myself because I can shop it and do great things with it. you know. And I thought to myself, well, the success of all that is that I got you in front of the show. I got the possibility of you getting in front of the show was there. Um, and hey, if in your mind you think it's good enough for you to shop it yourself, I think that's a success as well. So those are yeah. two really six. Those are two great stories as far as I'm concerned of helping people from where they were to where they wanted to be. Dude, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I can. Uh, that's so interesting. Like my my mom's a big Oprah fan. So I, uh, I've i always thought because I, I help people with books and stuff. And I think Oprah has like a book club or something like that. So I've always thought like, if I could get one of my books into her book club, my, that would make my mom's year. So I'm going to I'll keep trying. Maybe maybe you can help. Yeah, me
1: well, well, listen, we should talk about that. You know, I still I still have the connection with that Oprah Winfrey's producer. He's actually a friend of mine on Facebook. And maybe we can put you in, in, in touch with him and see what he can Dude, do for you. Everything is a possibility, right?
0: Yeah, I'm in. That's sick. that's awesome. Uh, very cool. That's, you know, and this actually, we should talk about this real quick is like, I think that in today's world, and this is kind of veering off topic a little, but I think it's important is like so many people, maybe they're afraid or I don't know, they don't desire to make a bunch of connections or something. But I think there's a lot of people that are like closed off to connecting with people like outside of their like inner circle and stuff. And they're just very like head down, staying on their path. To me, I view things so differently of like I want to connect with almost like everybody, you know, because you never and it's not just a selfish reason it's like a it's like a three way win, in my opinion so it's like for me and you right we're connecting people are going to listen to this they're going to get value from it so the people will get value that listened me and you are each going to get value. Like maybe I get value from that connection. Maybe you get value for me at some point. Maybe you want to do a book or something like, and I could give you advice or I don't know, but there's just, you never know what's like behind somebody, meaning like the doors of possibility until you connect with them. And I, to me, it's just so interesting and like adventurous to like, just connect with as many people as possible because you never know what it'll lead to. Right and like yeah, yeah. I didn't know about the Oprah thing before we got on the pod, you know, and now I'm like, who knows? Maybe I'll be on Oprah's book. <laughs> like I don't know, right? For so, real for real. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and, and, and it's it's sad that people don't want to connect like we are connecting, right? But there's yeah. many things that stems from, you know, people have been disappointed people have been hurt you know um people have been taken advantage of and yeah. it's it's sad that um everybody can understand that connecting is where life is connecting is where love is right connecting is where the healing is you know so um this is a great thing that you're helping people connect um even through your show this is a, and so i'm happy to be here for that reason alone
0: yeah man i i think like my I don't know if I've ever been through like a deep, deep depression, but whenever I think back of like moments in my life when I wasn't the happiest, let's say it was moments when I was like isolating myself for long periods of time. And it was like I didn't realize it while I was in it. But then once I got out of it, I looked back and I was like, Oh, I'm like, you know, entrepreneur working at home. So I don't have that like co-worker space like yeah. a lot of people do when they work for big companies. So it's like, oh, that's why I haven't been feeling that well. Cause Well, because for the past two weeks, I have only looked at my computer, and I haven't gone out and like talked to anybody in real life, you know, and then once I do that, that connection, you just kind of, I don't know what it does, but it does something to make people feel better, you know, so. Um,
1: Definitely. definitely, Yeah. 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 You know, people, people, people remind you that there's life beyond your four walls, right? Life beyond just your laptop, like our, you know, I'm like you, I spend a lot of time in front of my laptop, um, because I'm constantly working with other people to help them achieve what they're achieving. So I'm constantly looking at what other people are doing. But when you get to meet people outside of that, you realize there's a life that stimulates you outside of that. And that yeah. is, is team of people is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, so I guess my, you know, next question for you is like about some strategies and obviously I'm not, um, share whatever you're willing to share, but it's like when somebody does decide to become a client of yours, what's kind of, and and I'm assuming everything's kind of custom, but I I also am assuming there is, you know, some sort of like structure. Um, So it's like, say somebody needed help with their vision, like, what are some of the things you would first do to help them discover that? Like, is there a particular set of questions or activities that you do to kind of get down to the foundation and get them on their path?
1: yeah absolutely the the, the first meeting is just a discovery meeting right just like you and I here right now talking just seeing you know what what do they envision what are they trying to do what are they confused about what why haven't they got to where they want to be right just kind of looking at where they're at what their resources are you know if there is them being in front of their computer all day where they, they can't make the connections that they need to be making it's the it's defining the that first it's kind of understanding where they're at um and then really taking them through this journey that is sort of like okay well you have this vision you as a resource, are you prepared for that vision? Like, are, are you healthy? Are you taking care of your health? You know, are you taking care of your, your biological health and your mental health? And then, you know, how do you, how do you frame things? H- how is it that you're framing the experiences that you want to be having? You know, what is your higher order of thinking really? How do you structure your thoughts from where you are to where it is that you want to be? So we kind of take them initially do that sort of journey. And it, and it really is a journey because it's a lot of just meeting with them. We, we we call it vision coaching. And the vision coaching is really kind of just getting in there and having a conversation with the person. Um, again, to seeing where they where they're currently at, what is occurring for them, um, are they clear on what they want to be doing next? Documenting those things, taking from there, having them do some exercises that really helps them define: Do they have a relationship to language? Some people don't have a relationship to their word; they say what they think that is that they want other people to hear, but then when you kind of press them on it, they start shifting to something else that means something completely different, you know. Are, do people have a relationship to language and the, does language empower them and if language empowers them then you we get to hold them to their word what is it that you're saying that you, are you living out what it is that you're saying and if you're not living out what it is that you're saying why are you not living out what you're saying right because that's the that's the premise of the the what what we're going to base our relationship on like can you keep your word to yourself and if you can't keep your word to yourself why is that and then we start looking at other areas of their life to kind of see where there might be some inauthenticity there that prevents them from being who they say they want to be before we take them through some more official steps
0: got it yeah yeah uh, so I'm curious what you think about this. I, I, I've told, I don't know, maybe like 20 people in my life about this. So now, now it's going to go on the podcast, which is cool is um I've realized like in my life, like I'll, I'll let myself down sometimes. Right. So like, if I say I'm going to do something and it's only like to myself, like it's only me that's involved in the scenario, then sometimes I'll let it go and I won't do it. Like I'll give myself a break if you will. Right. But if it is, um, and I wouldn't even say that's very often. It's like, maybe like, I don't know, 20 or 10 to 20% of the time, 80% of the time I do what I say, like I get up and I go on the run or whatever. Um, but when it, when it's up, when it's somebody else involved, when there's like accountability there, um, Mm -hmm. and I know that if I don't do it, it will negatively impact another person. That's where I'm a hundred percent. Like to me, that's, it's like a non-negotiable. So if I say I'll, just a couple of scenarios. So if, if I'm supposed to go on a run tomorrow and my friend is meeting me at the park at 7.00 AM for the run, I'll be there at 6 45, you know, like, nice. and that's like never fail ever. And the reason is because, you know, I don't want that person to like, be like delayed for their day or like like I don't want to mess up anything of, of them so it's about right. the I guess them so and then like secondarily if it's like a project right like if I'm writing a book I'll let it get delayed but say I was like co-authoring a book with somebody else I would never fall behind because I don't want right. to let the other person down so do you think um like what do you think about that I guess overall like do you think that have you noticed that at being true for other people, or like what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's really interesting to hear to hear how you kind of keep your word to other people, but you don't keep your word to yourself, right?
0: Yeah.
1: How empowering would it be if you thought to yourself? I can empower myself by keeping my word to myself. Like I can show up for myself like I show up for somebody else, right? Because then your commitment would take on a whole different other character just for you. And then you would start to raise the bar because you would go from writing one book for yourself to writing two books because you would say, listen, I know that I'm a man of my word to myself. You know, you are the most important person there is, right? And Mm -hmm. I am the most important person there is. And whoever you're co-authoring for, whoever you're meeting for the run, they are the most important person there is. But the, the, and I say that to say this, it is important that you take yourself seriously And that when taking yourself seriously, you understand that what you're saying to yourself is what's giving you the power to live your life the way you want to live your life, to create the lifestyle that you want to create. And if you're not using the language that you're saying to yourself to live your life, if you don't have a relationship to that, then you're sort of being inauthentic, right? Because you're showing up for somebody else. And my grandmother used to call it like Being like the Joneses, like you show up and you're looking good for the, you're looking good for the Joneses, but when you're home, you're not looking good for yourself, right? You got to, you got to look good for yourself. So you feel good for yourself. Cause you're making that other person feel good. Cause they're like, Tyler is showing up. That's the dude, that guy's not going to let me down, (laughs) but your consciousness, right? Your consciousness is saying to you, I'm a fraud because I'm dropping the ball and I'm allowing myself to drop the ball. Um, And listen, I'm going to say this. It's okay to drop the ball. The thing is to recommit and inspire for greatness. It's to inspire yourself for excellence, because then you could say the next time, listen, it was only 80% of the time. Now it's 85. Now it's 90. Now it's 95. Now it's 100. I show up for myself every single time. So what I think about that is, if I didn't already say it, is that you have to train yourself to show up for yourself because then you will show up for yourself being a very, very different man and you will feel different about yourself. People will see you differently. They'll say, oh, Tyler's always showing up for me, but then they'll they'll notice the things that you're doing for yourself that are even more empowering and impactful and a great example for them to live their life through next.
0: Yeah, I think like maybe if I... uh... Maybe if I started to view myself as somebody else or something, but I think that like what I, and I definitely, I appreciate everything you said. What I was getting at with that is that I think like the work that you do is super important, not only for what it is, but for the accountability aspect, because
1: Absolutely. yeah,
0: it's like, once I realized this about myself and I shouldn't necessarily say that's who I am. Cause you can always change who you are. And like, I could make that a hundred percent for sure, or at least let's say 95% and maybe a hundred percent. Right. But what I'm getting at is like, I think if you do start to discover certain things about yourself and again, you can always change and mold yourself. But um, once I realized that I was like, okay, well, if I want to accomplish things at a higher level, I need to like have other people there that are like involved Because then it puts me in that place of 100% automatically, right? So it's kind of like, I I almost would view it as like a hack almost, you know, it's almost like, okay, if I try to do this all on my own, I'll get a B minus, right? 80%, B minus. But if I include other people in all my goals, and if they are impacted by me doing well or not doing well, then I move to an A plus So it's just kind of like a way that I've kind of hacked myself to succeed further by always having others be kind of like impacted by what I'm doing. Right. And then it ends up helping them too. Right. Because um, it's kind of interesting. Um,
1: Now, I I guess I want, I guess I want to add to that, you know, I guess the, the difference in the work that we do at Metatron concepts is we don't want somebody to have to rely on us to achieve success, right? It's always about teaching somebody, not a fair-based system, not really an accountability system, but the internal reward system. Like what's in it for me, for me to do it for me? You know, that is what you wanna teach people. You wanna teach people that in doing what I'm doing, I'm happy. I'm excited. There there is no third party that I need to think about. There's a reward in it for me showing up for myself that surpasses anybody else believing or holding me accountable. And that's what is, I'll give you a a better scenario, a trainer. So I used to do fitness training and I used to always tell people that If you have to have a trainer for the rest of your life, you've, you've defeated the purpose in having a trainer. Having a trainer is somebody that is supposed to teach you how to do the moves right. They're supposed to teach you form. They're supposed to teach you the correct exercise. But at the end of the day, you want to walk away from that trainer having learned how to train yourself so that you can be the best for yourself each and every time you exercise. So that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know that, oh, I didn't need a trainer to look like what I look like. I look like what I look like because I'm self-motivated to do that. That's the difference in what we like people to believe. Now, great, come and work with us because we wanna impact your life. But if I can have you walking away, feeling that there's an internal reward system that you're constantly able to put in place for yourself, then we've been even more impactful and that is what we want you to pay forward
0: gotcha okay that makes complete sense um so that kind of leads me because you know i didn't i didn't want to not ask this question because i mean you were a fitness trainer and stuff what um do you have any recommendations on the health exercise fitness uh, stuff like just the kind of like macro level or, or like what's your like do you have like a protocol something like that here it is
1: my friends if i answer this questions and my friends watch your podcast they're gonna laugh because i i I get shit handed to me because i eat what i want to eat i i have there's no specific diet and i'm sorry to all the fitness people out there there's no diet that i particularly follow i believe there should be a healthy amount of everything that you do in your life i think if i think the reason for exercising at least for me is that I always wanted to be in the best shape of my life so I can eat what I want to eat so that I can do what I want to do so that I can live my best life so as their recommendation I say listen work hard at everything you do and play hard as much as you can um what do I eat now I, I get shit handed to me for eating junk food but I I, I love salad, you know, I, I, I have a healthy amount of carbs, a healthy amount of protein. Um, but then I also do a seriously fierce exercise when I'm in the gym. So I always just say have a good balance in everything, especially in your exercise
0: got gotcha. you you know it's funny i actually have multiple friends that that's what they say they work out for so they say i only the only reason i work out is so i can eat whatever i want to eat exactly. <laughs> and i actually respect that it makes complete sense to me. <laughs> um i want to eat whatever i want to eat too um so yeah i mean i think what i want to do from here is i want to kind of leave the floor to you like um i feel like we kind of as far as i view it from a podcast standpoint i think we covered kind of the tip of the iceberg so my hope is that the listeners have gotten some value and that they'll uh decide to look more into what you and the company does and stuff so I want to leave the floor to you now and, and say is there anything we didn't cover that you'd like to share and then after that definitely like let people know Instagram uh website and like where can people stay in contact
1: absolutely and thank you for that um I want to say this um what what I hope your listeners get out of this and what I want them to get and why I would want them to look us up and work with us is that we are really a company that helps people drive success. We help people achieve what it, what it is that they set out to achieve and we help them define it. You know, I, I did watch One of your podcasts where you spoke about um, Tim Ferriss, the four hour work week, right. And one of the things that I do believe is that that's the premise by which we kind of run everything is that everything that we do. You know, we help you, we help you define that that goal. We help you with the automations. He speaks about automations in his, right? Now, since he's written that book and where we are now, automations has taken on a completely different life. We have those new automations to help people with. We have the project management, we have the leadership development we have the process modeling, um, we have the marketing suites, um, we have the search engine optimization, um, we have the digital marketing access, the brand development. You know, We have a suite of services that, uh, that helps t- you to achieve what it is that you're out to achieve. So why should you work with us? Because we're going to be a great partner to help you get your business started and help you to drive it successfully um our website is metatronconcepts.com um and please come check us out send us a note ask us any questions you'd like um mention tyler's name we'll give you a great discount
0: <laughs> Woo! All right, thank you man very much appreciate it no worries thank you tyler